This is Fantasy Answers with your hosts, Kyle and Dave. It's week one, and me and Kyle are sitting here ready to make picks, ready to do fantasy stuff as well. It's awesome. So, Kyle, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to be really selfish, <laughs> and um, I'm going to use this. So here's my pick entry form. Oh, so you're going to use what we're picking for your picks for your entry form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you. But, um, I'm all right with it. I also have my uh, – I kind of have my FanDuel pricing sheet up. I got my um, my – Vegas stuff up. Oh, you so, got everything. Dude, we'll we'll walk through it, and I'm sure you'll have a lot to say. Um, but I guess we can start with, okay, how what format we're going to do this? We'll go through each game. We'll pick winners, and then we'll we'll talk about the fantasy people. My question. Yeah. Winners? Are we going straight up pick them, or are we yeah, going against yeah. the spread? Just, just, just pick a winner. Just pick a winner. You think so? I mean, do you really want to? How are you? How's your? Is it against the spread? Uh... You know what? I'm pretty sure it is against the spread. Then do it right? against the spread. Isn't it? Right? Most of the time it is. Yeah. You, yeah, you can see the line right there. That's against the spread. So so you're saying Atlanta's getting three points? Yeah. I think I... All right. So let, let's start. Okay. Let's start with this game. Philadelphia and Atlanta, and they're playing in... Where are they? They are playing in Philadelphia... That's why the Falcons are the underdogs. I actually have the spread got updated to two. Uh, you know, the Falcons are minus two. I have the spread at minus one. Oh, wow. It even moved since then. Yeah. Okay, well, fantasy implied point total is Eagles getting 24 points and Falcons getting 20. Yeah, so that's essentially a pick em game. It at, is a set. At a negative one. It doesn't look like a... It, okay, it's on, on the schedule here. It's not one of the better quote-unquote fantasy games but let's just talk about so so what do you think i think i feel really comfortable giving the falcons three absolutely points, don't you think i think i if the, even if there was a spread of three or five points or something like that something silly like that i still think atlanta would cover it yeah um there's a lot of injuries going on in philadelphia yeah well and nick Foles has been playing like crap too right and they, and they have alshon jeffries out um they have a bunch of players on the ir so i i I'm thinking the Super Bowl hangover, and I think Atlanta gets this one. Yeah, I do. I know that Jay Ajayi has been kind of – I know he came back to practice, but he's not full throttle. I mean, and Atlanta is just a good team. I know that they weren't great last year, but I think that they'll be a lot better this they, year. They have a lot of room to improve, so I think they're going to do a lot better this year than they did last year. They just couldn't put pieces together. And as much as people hated on uh, Julio Jones because he kind of wasn't giving you those great games, he was still a consistent uh, fantasy option last year. Yeah. So who scores these three touchdowns for the Eagles? For the Eagles? Because they got 24 points implied by the by the total and being favored slightly You know, by the, the two I have here, the one that you have here. But who's scoring those? You think that's now? I hope I'm very selfishly that Corey Clement is going to get. I was going to say I was. You know, I have a feeling he could be one of them, uh, and I knew that you were going to like me saying that. Um, like I said, Alshon Jeffries out. I really think uh, Zach Ertz. He's going to he's going to yeah. lean on him a lot. Um, I, I it wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility that he even gets two touchdowns yeah because they're going to be leaning on him heavy um especially with alshon jeffrey being out and wentz being out i feel like Foles is going to lean on but none of those guys are people that you're using to build 
fantasy lineups, like in daily fantasy or anything like that, right? No. Uh, maybe Ertz, depending, but it depends on his uh, – well, what do you call it? His well, price. My, well, let's look. But well, my, let's look. my strategy usually is similar to my fantasy strategy. I kind of go with like the streaming option tight end to save uh, money for my daily fantasy. Holy crap. Where is Ertz? <laughs> I mean, he's I, hiding I, from you. He's not. Uh, is this like a Thursday or mon- maybe this is the Monday night game? Uh, well, they're playing Thursday. Oh, this the is Eagles. the Thursday night yes. game? Oh, that's why maybe it's not on here. But, um,. Yeah, I don't know how much he is, because I guess this doesn't include the Thursday games. Okay. But, yeah, I like that call. Zach Ertz, I could see him going off in this. And even if Zach Ertz, if he only gets one, I could see Mike Wallace uh, getting a touchdown, too. I know. Everyone too. keeps talking. He's on the Eagles now? Yes. I know, but do you really want to play that game, like pick which Eagles wide receiver is going to catch not a touchdown? This, not this week. No. I, I wouldn't there's... touch them with a 10-foot pole, no. but I definitely am picking uh, Atlanta to win this game. All right. So on Atlanta, who's because twenty points sounds low for Atlanta. We're 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 guessing they're gonna do more than that. So who's scoring for Atlanta? Do you think this is like a a ground game, or do you think I'm thinking that they're gonna air it out against the Eagles? I'm not sure why I feel that way, but I feel that I way. I think they will, and it's more of they gotta get Matt Ryan right. They gotta get him right right out of the the gate too. They can't um, just live and have the the memory of last year just weighing on them. They have to get him out there, get him throwing the ball, and getting it to Julio Jones, getting him involved. How do you feel about um, – is Devontae Freeman like a guy that you, you lean on this week? I, I like him. Uh, I don't know if I would definitely build my um, – my daily fantasy team around him. I haven't done a lot of daily fantasy uh, research yet, but he definitely could be a piece that could sneak in there for me, depending on what's his uh, current. Do you have it up there? What's his current uh, price is? I'll find it. Um, I'm not sure, but I think that I like Tevin Coleman better. Um, when I think so, this one million Thursday game. Let me just pretend that I'm gonna do something. <laughs> Um, all download player list. This is cool that you could download the player list and then you could kind of understand like what you're dealing with here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Back to Zach Ertz. He is, holy shit. He's $12,000. That doesn't seem right. Um, wow. That's really expensive. Yeah. That's nuts. I would not spend that. I I think I'm looking at a, a weird, I'm looking at a weird, weird thing here. But uh, I was going to say I, I like Kevin uh, Tevin Coleman a lot better than I like uh, Devontae Freeman. I think I'm going to do that. Um, I think I'm going to do that all year, probably. Coleman over Freeman? Yeah. Why not, you know? Oh, this is right. So Devontae Freeman is $13,000. Oh, my Lord. And Tevin Coleman, is te- this must be skewed. It's like you can play four players. I, I know they have all different formats now for fantasy. Yeah, FanDuel's changed a lot this year. They've yeah. added a lot of uh, different types of things to the uh, to their platform. Yeah, they do best ball now too. What's best ball? Best ball is like uh, if you do a best ball league, 
you basically you know how the the whole thing is like you don't win your fantasy league at the draft yeah well best ball you do because all you do is you draft your players and Mm -hmm. that's it it's a deep deep bench and then basically what they do is they take uh your best players at the positions and you gain points like that over the season so it's all your players Every single one of them. Well, they t- based on what the roster construction is, they would take the best players for those uh, roster positions, and then you would earn points that way. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. I'm still looking for Zach Ertz and all these assholes, but um, okay. So I mean, again, I don't think we're like super stoked on the Thursday night matchup. And no, uh, I just you know. Uh, I want. I'm more interested in seeing how uh, the teams come out of it. I still, like I said, I think Atlanta's gonna win, but um, I'm interested to see what how Matt Ryan comes back and how Julio Jones is performing. Um, I've always been a big Julio Jones fan, so I'd like to see them come on firing. I'm the opposite of that. Um, really? I think he's a bum. Uh, Zach Ertz is the number three tight end. He's 6,600. I still think that's pretty expensive. 60, yeah, for a tight end, that's Ex- a lot. Considering you can get Trey Burton for 57, you can get OJ Howard for 54. You could, uh, who was my and guy? Those few hundred dollars, like they make a big difference when you're building a roster for whether it be FanDuel or DraftKings, whatever you're doing. All right, so I'm taking Atlanta. All right, let's go to the next one. I have Buffalo and Baltimore. This is so in my pool here. I have to assign points to each game, like uh, confidence points. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving this one the most points that I oh, can. Absolutely, 60. Baltimore all day. Oh right, Baltimore. Uh, the implied total here is, I think it's pretty low, but I have to go check it real quick. Don't save that. Yeah, even the uh, the spread that I have is uh, Baltimore is giving up seven and a half, so it's more than a touchdown to uh, Buffalo. But I just don't think Buffalo has the tools to get anything done. Yeah, me neither. I know that they have... Okay, yeah, Ravens. So it's at Ravens. That's even more why I wanted to pick them. Um, But the implied fantasy total for the Ravens is 27 and Buffalo is 13. So I think that we could just kind of write off Buffalo. I'm not into LaShawn McCoy. I think he's still pretty expensive on most sites. There's no wide receiver. There's no tight end. They got Nathan Peterman. Do you remember how bad Nathan Peterman looked last year? Yes. Yeah, he looks terrible. So I'm not... I'm not for, but uh, I will say. I still don't understand why they shipped off, uh, what was it, Tyrod Taylor. He brought them to the playoffs. He's not a bad quarterback. You're probably going to have to pay him or something like that. And they don't want to pay these guys. He's older and he gets hurt. You know, he got, I think he was out for a while last season. And he's injured now, too. So maybe they know something. We we like the Ravens. (laughs) I think that the Ravens defense is is probably the option this week. I'm sure it's going to be chalk on, you know, daily fantasy. And I'm not sure how much it is, but we'll find out real I'm, quick. I'm interested in Michael Crabtree okay. in this matchup. I think, depending on what I could be building my roster, since we're talking about Daily Fantasy, um, I could see Michael Crabtree making his way into some of my uh, lineups, depending, you know, because he might not be such a popular pick, but I feel like he could get a lot of work, uh, you know, especially in the, end, uh, in the red zone, being such a big body. Well, you have to go a little bit contrarian, and I think I agree with you that um, he's not going to be 
I, 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 but I think he'll be more chalky than normal because this is just such a, a terrible matchup. And who else is there? You know, they, they got have John of... Brown and Willie Sneed are okay. the 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 guys that would be working now. With see, him. that is some shit. If you have the balls to pick like Willie Sneed or John Brown, I if out of those two, I would probably pick John Brown. See, and um, this is perfect because I would go. I like fast Willie Sneed. Do you? I do. I like. Him. I I don't know. I I've had him a few times and uh, when he was in New Orleans. I don't know if I necessarily believe the hype with him in uh, Baltimore. I would probably still go John Brown. But listen to this. So I'm always looking for the guys that are going to be my $5,000 guys because you need at least one of them. Yeah. I, I got one coming up in a matchup in a little bit. But Michael Crabtree is 6600 That's relatively cheap. But John Brown and Fast Willie Sneed, 5,500 and uh, 5,100 yeah. respectively. Those are good pay. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going that way with Baltimore. I'm going Alex Collins. And um, and I'll tell you why. Not only because I think this is a great matchup, but check this out. Alex Collins, 6,700. I'm going to choose all of the teams just to get you like a – he is RB number like 20-something. So he's way down there. You yeah, know, so they're considering him like an RB two. Dude, he's in he's in the middle of Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake, and he's priced. Uh, he's a number one running back. You know, mm-hmm. especially this week, I think he's a number one running back with upside. Especially considering that Le'Veon Bell is not going to pe- play. So, uh, honestly, when I thought about the cornerstones of my matchup or my uh, my fantasy lineups, I thinking the Baltimore defense and Alex Collins. And building around that because it's cheap. I really like your idea of using one of those wide receivers. Yeah, Baltimore as well. defense is probably going to be a really good play this week. All right, they're yep. probably going to smack around Buffalo. Yeah. All right. So Jacksonville, I think at New York, right? Uh, I have it right. Yeah, here. Jacksonville at New York, right? 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 Yes. And Giants are home dogs, and I told you earlier, guess what I do? You take home dogs. I take home dogs. But the uh, Jacksonville's giving them three points. So Jacksonville's technically favored in this game. That's why. Giants are home dogs. They're yeah. underdogs. That's yeah. the home dog. So I'm totally taking the Giants here. I, I think that I, f- I really believe that Jacksonville is going to regress this year, I mean, they got rid of Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, and I think that's a big deal. Blake Bortles really sucked last year. I think people forget how much he almost ruined the team. And I know that they have a great defense. You know but what? I, I don't see it. Keep... He didn't ruin the team. He just didn't have enough flash to get them that extra bit. But in actuality, he was not a bad quarterback last year. If you had him as like a streaming option, he gave you some good weeks. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to bring up the chart, but I think he finished in the top twelve last year. Yeah. Quarterbacks. I'm not. That's a okay. So let's talk about let's talk about who's going to win this game. Do you feel I I'm taking the Giants at home with points for sure. That's easy for me. I'm in the same boat as you. Um, if they didn't have so much turnover in Jacksonville as far as like uh, the receivers and everything like that, I would probably go towards Jacksonville. But because they've had people leave and they've lost those pieces from last year, I'm going to go with the Giants, especially with them having Saquon Barkley in there and having a healthy receiving core and putting together a few pieces on the offensive line to help protect Eli. Granted, it's still not going to be the best offensive line in the league, but it's going to be better than it was. 100%. And 
this is one of the lower scoring games again. Like we've pretty much covered some of the lowest scoring games of the weekend at 43.5 for the over under and um jaguars implied 25 points basically giants 18.75 i don't know why they go with these 0.75s but anyway um yeah so the jaguars who's scoring i guess is like is it the leonard fournette versus saquon barkley show is that what what it's going to be just two ground and pound i could see this game being like 17 to 19 like one of those games with a bunch of field goals, maybe a rushing touchdown here, and just like a fucking bloodbath. It could be, but then you could also see because uh, they have Dante Moncrief now. Dante um, Moncrief. He could. He's still. He's a scrappy veteran. He could get work in there. I wouldn't be surprised if you know he ended up scoring. Or um, you may not like this, but Austin Safarian Jenkins. Oh, dude, that's so bad. He could. Know. He could. And the Giants historically have been very bad. They were very the bad last year. I think and you were the one who told me. You just basically picked whoever was playing the Giants at tight end and streamed them last year. And I'm a Giants fan. You are ruthless. No, but you I got it. You got to learn to separate uh, your team love for your fantasy. Sometimes there's sometimes I can't do it, and but those is one. Of, that's one of those times I could absolutely do it. I think that I'm gonna have Keelan Cole in a lot of lineups. Um, because he's an unknown, I think that a lot of people, you know, who aren't kind of fantasy guys aren't going to know about him. And I'm pretty sure that he's cheap. I don't know exactly, but I'm trying to get and to D. it right Westbrook, now. too. He's another I know. one. You know, I, I you just can get him on the cheap and, you know, he could end up getting, you know, a few receptions and getting one of those touchdowns. I know, but Keelan Cole is 4,500. How much is uh, D.D. Westbrook? He's probably he, 4500 It's like bottom 50, of the barrel. 53 for him, 52 for Moncrief. But, I mean, you get $1,000 more. And when you have matchups like the Saints, yeah. like with their implied point total, I want to jam as many Saints as I can in my lineup. So I might, you know, I might straight up just go Keelan Cole at 45 That's minimum. That's yeah, minimum. That, you're not getting any cheaper. No, than that. and and I think he has a good. I mean, again, when you think about who's going to catch those touchdowns, it's either going to be Leonard Fournette or they're going to find out a way. Again, the Giants don't have the best defense. So, uh, how about the Giants? Do you like? Uh, I mean, they don't have a high implied t- point total. Like I said, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than they're they're uh, they're predicting. I think- you know, I don't think the Giants are going to come out, you know, setting the world on fire because they're still learning the system. Uh, they have a new offensive coordinator. They have a new head coach. Uh, they're working in um, Saquon Barkley now. Odell Beckham's coming back from an injury. Uh, Evan Ingram just cleared concussion protocol, I think, today. So I don't think they're going to be coming out and setting the world on fire, but I definitely do think they do enough to win this game. Uh, and I think they will progressively get better throughout the season. So is there anyone that, or you just like you're not sure who who the offense is going to funnel through? So you you're just kind of kind of leave it alone, fantasy wise. Um, probably this week I probably wouldn't touch anybody. Maybe Sterling Shepard, depending on what his price is, like um, on DraftKings or something where that's PPR. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I could I could see myself, uh, you know, grabbing like Sterling Shepard or something like that. Um, outside of that, I'd kind of want to see how this all comes about and see how they play under this new system before I start messing with them in daily fantasy. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. The next game is the game of all games. It's uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Again, I believe that is at New Orleans. Uh, why is it so hard? You know why? Because I'm switching between like 
it is locations. At New it is at New Orleans, but locations and then mascots. So it's <laughs> the Saints. Uh, the Saints have you know I have them plus nine or almost ten a, here. I have them giving up nine and a half. Yeah, that's exactly the line hasn't moved on and that it's one much. The the point total is the tied for second highest. Yeah, it is, and so the Saints have a implied point total of 34 fucking points and the Buccaneers have 15. Now let me tell you what I really think is going to happen here. I don't think that this is going to be as much as a blowout as everyone thinks because these NFC South teams, they play each other very well. Yeah, they play each other really tight. Um, I could, this is a tough one. This is like, even though it's a, you know, a nine and a half point spread, I feel like this game is going to be decided by a field goal. Yeah, maybe I, I see it being more like a 30 to 27. I, I see this way over 50 points. I think the Buccaneers are going to surprise people. Ryan Fitzmagic always does that. He always does. And Tampa Bay has a really great young receiving core with Godwin and Mike Evans. And I know you're going to laugh, but Deshaun Jackson is in a similar spot that Mike Wallace is in in uh in Philadelphia, you I, know? I I really can't stand Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> That's so funny. Everyone that I like, you hate. This is perfect. Do you know how many times I've had him in my lineup and he's just like burned me because he's he's all or nothing. You either get like a million points out of that guy or he farts for negative points. So I'm picking New Orleans and I'm making it my second lock. Is, is so that, that's gonna that be your fifteen point. That's ooh, you're putting you're putting a lot into that. Do you think that's not right? No, I you know they're playing at home. It's Drew Brees lights out at home. Yeah. So like it's it's a given. Um, and so in my FanDuel lineup that I made today, I basically I'm stacking that game. I'll do that with another game too. But I have Brees, Kamara, and Thomas as like my my yeah. uh, my grout. And then, and I think it's going to be pretty chalky. I think everyone's going to be into this game. There's two games here. I think it's going to be this game and the Patriots game that every and that comes next that everyone's all over. And then it's going to be how you fill in from there that really differentiates yeah, those you. cornerstone pieces that you're building your team off of. And then like you're talking about with uh, what's his name at forty five hundred dollars, uh, Keelan Cole, yeah, and stuff like that. That's going to be the the thing that sets people apart is what they find out there for those cheaper like boomer bust candidates and who really shines and then who doesn't um uh, but for me if it was uh winston playing uh i would probably lean for the buccaneers but since it's fitzpatrick i'm going with new orleans so let me tell you this is funny man don't look who do you think so obviously michael thomas is the highest who do you think is the second highest priced new orleans saint receiver hmm let me take a look. No, don't. I'm do not. It. I'm no, not. No, no. I'm not checking. I'm not guess checking. it. Nah, guess. guess you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the point. Hold on. This is someone I like a lot, and I think I made it a point. Uh, and this could be the bet of the week. So who's what was, the who's the mo- who's the second expensive? Who's the second most expensive New Orleans wide receiver behind Michael Thomas? And it's pretty expensive. Sixty six hundred dollars is not. I mean, you know, forty five hundred is the bottom. Six, is it Cameron Meredith? It is Cameron Meredith. Yes. I want to puke in my mouth. Dude, he is going to catch. I will put my name on the line. Cameron Meredith is catching a touchdown. He's catching a touchdown from Drew Brees. He might even catch two. He is such the epitome of a Lance Moore. Wait a second. Is this going to be our yep. uh, bet of the week? Bet of the week. 
We have to have like a little graphic. So we have uh, what's the other one? Uh, Diggs, Diggs, Thielen, straight uh-huh. up week one. Who uh-huh. scores more fantasy points? Okay, and then uh, we'll do Cameron Meredith touchdown or no touchdown. Okay, I like that. It's very binary. But when we talk about Diggs, and we'll get there when we get there. But what is it gonna have? Is it PPR or is it just like straight up fantasy? We'll go off of our league because we're doing okay. standard. But I, I'm telling you, man. But. But here's the thing. Cameron Meredith is way too expensive at $6,600. He is. And it's, uh, it's, like you said, it's like that boomer bust. For $6,600, if no. I'm spending that much, I need to know. I need to know he's scoring a touchdown. We just, and like, he has to call me and be like, listen, I'm scoring a touchdown. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. And on the other side of that, um, dude, and so here's someone I like better in that game who's a lot cheaper is Chris Godwin on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 5500 He's a big, tall kid. I mean, he's playing in the first team. Deshaun Jackson is more than him. This really? Kid, yeah, this kid finished like with... When is Deshaun Jackson going to become irrelevant? I, I have no idea. Dude, Deshaun Jackson... Frank Gore is still fighting for a starting position in Miami. Did you see that they listed them... Uh, what was it? it uh, oh, my God. Who's the other running back there? I'm drawing uh, a blank. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. They listed... Uh, Gase listed them as... Frank Gore or Kenyon Drake as the starter. He didn't say who started. I know. That's what I mean. Like, that's dick. That is dick, man. Kenyon Drake must be an that's asshole. Ba- that's basically telling all your, like, anybody that's like a fantasy player, you're basically flipping them off. <laughs> but you're loading up on Saints here, right? And, and again, I think it's the chalk. It's Alvin. It's Simon. It's Theodore, right? That's that's basically what you're doing. And here, I like Goodwin at this price. For the Bucks, I, I mean, do you have any interest in any Tampa Bay running backs? No, not really. No, the answer is no. no. Uh, that was a trick question. <laughs> tr- and I, you, again, you passed. <laughs> and I think Mike Evans at seventy seven hundred is way too much. Of it is a lot of money for him. I have him in yearly fantasy, yeah. and I'm really hoping things work out for him. But uh, we shall see. All right, second biggest game. New England and Texans, and I think they're playing in Foxborough, so I think that's a no-brainer. It has the highest implied, well, it has the highest total on the slate, um, and you know the Patriots are getting six points or giving them to Texans. Which is, yeah, which is it. actually not a whole lot, considering. Um, so what do they think? They think the Texans are going to. Go put, see, I would think it's different. I would think more that the Buccaneers are going to put up a fight. But, you know, I was reading Vegas is right 60 to 70% of the time, so I obviously have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the implied point total for the Patriots is 31. Texans is 19. I mean, I may I feel really good about making this one of my higher point total, but I'm not like a, a lock by any means. Um, yeah, that it could get a little dicey. Um like I really, I don't, I don't think you, me, and you were on the same page with this, but I really like DeAndre Hopkins. No, I hate him. I like him. Um, but the only thing with that is, um, did I put this? I like the other guy. No, I don't have him in here. But I love Will Fuller. I just think for the year, I think, I think I actually put Will Fuller in in a lot of my redraft leagues because. He is. He was so good before he got hurt, and I just think that he's the actual talent there. Okay, so you're going to either pay $8,800 for DeAndre Hopkins against the Patriots, which in a shootout, you got to think with Deshaun Watson back, okay, yeah. yeah. In, but I don't really think – I think that's way too expensive. But that's all relative. Like, if he's going to be one of your cornerstone pieces, then no. You're but on be a team, they have a 19, they, they have 19 points implied by the over-under and the spread. 
I feel like that's a little off. Like uh, I have respect for the uh, New England defense. They always like no matter who's there, they could pick up like me and you tomorrow, and for some reason we'd be like superstars on the New England defense. They managed to put things together and make make a good team out of it, but. Uh, I just don't see them being able to keep Houston down to 19 points. But what? But here's what I'm saying. Wouldn't you rather have exposure to a guy at, at 6,400 rather than... Like, with a team like New Orleans at home, and you know that they're going to be great, and you want probably a piece of the Patriots we're going to talk about in 30 seconds, but why not just get... Like, okay, so stack this game and get Will Fuller and Chris Hogan. Not Because if you get DeAndre Hopkins, everything's over. You're not fitting any Saints in. You're going to have to go really like cheap across the board so i don't like that's why i don't like deandre hopkins way too expensive and but that's going to be with every top tier uh wide receiver like your Antonio but michael Browns. thomas is worth it michael thomas i have absolutely no qualm about putting him in and i don't even like michael thomas my that only much. issue with michael thomas is the the fact of you don't you can't predict like obviously with him it's probably going to be a little easier to predict but the ball gets spread around I know, but it's I it's I I've fallen into that trap many a times. Yeah. Like when Marquise Colston was the the mainstay. Don't don't talk me off, Michael. Th- it took me. I'm it, not talking you <laughs> off, of him, but I'm just I'm just preparing you. No, I don't want to be prepared. But uh, okay, you know another guy I like at least from Houston, and I'm talking about them first is, and I, I just so Deontay Foreman is out. Alfred Blue is the backup in Houston. And it's the Lamar Miller show, and he's $6,500, which is relatively cheap. I know, but he's a three-down back. Yeah, he, there's no one else back a, there. He's a starter in the league, and there's something to be said for that. As much as I'm not a fan of him, uh, I would give him looks because of the price. Think about it. You got Alvin Kamara. You got maybe Lamar Miller as your number two. I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna tell you someone I put in my lineup, which I really have to rethink after we did this. But um, <laughs> um, is it Michael Thomas? No, it's. I, in in my lineup. You don't think that's good? No. But that's what I mean. If you're doing a Saints stack, and we're going to see in a second when you do a Patriots stack, there's not much other places to Actually, go. Actually, you know what? For LeGarrette Blunt, I have to do this because uh, I have to pull up his consistency chart because everybody, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he's only had one good year in his career. How dare you? you I, I'm willing to bet. How dare! But again, when you have Drew Brees eight thousand, Kamara almost nine thousand, Michael Thomas almost nine thousand, you have no choice. You have to go for a bunch of five thousand dollar players. That that's that's what it. That's how it works. Unless you wanna, you pick some guy. But let's let's talk about the Patriots because I think we both think the Patriots are gonna win this game, right? Yes. Okay. Even given the points. Uh, against the spread. Yeah. Now I'm looking at this New Orleans game. Like I think that Tampa might be able to cover. But I think Tampa's covering the spread. God damn it! I think so. You're picking th- Tampa in that last game with the nine points. If we're picking against the spread, I would pick Tampa. Don't make me do this. Because well, for me, I feel like nine and a half in a in an in an NFC South game, first game of the season. Both teams, you know, both teams are going to make mistakes. Um, it's just going to be a matter of who capitalizes off those mistakes. Um, and I really feel like Tampa Bay could keep the game close, even though it's in uh, New Orleans. It's got downgraded to like five points because you make a good point there. And I believe, but I'm just going to go with New Orleans. And I'm thinking New England here, even with it. I think a touchdown is much more reasonable here. Um, 
Yeah, and so What's, for the so for the Patriots, let's talk about the Patriots. Who you, are you picking, Tom? Are you doing a stack? You're doing Chris Hogan, Tom Brady. Uh, are you going running back for the Patriots? I mean, see, for me, I, I know me and you play fantasy a lot together, yeah. so we're kind of like divulging our secrets to each other. But for me, with my quarterback, um, you'll very rarely see me have a top tier quarterback in my. Uh, in my lineup and daily too yeah i'll look for it because i'll i try to save money everywhere that i can to get some of those really good cornerstone pieces and then find those boomer bust candidates but i mean the quarterback position is usually the cornerstone you you might not be able to win anything this week unless you have drew Brees or tom brady in these games See, I don't agree with that. But, I, think I mean, I think there's players out there. You don't that you think that either cheaper. of them could? I think that Drew Brees could put up four touchdowns. Okay, and so could Blake Bortles. That's crazy. There's no way. I'm not, we're not going to keep doing side bets because any we, given Sunday. No. <laughs> All right, but uh, but uh, do you like? I think the tougher decision here is a, a Patriots running back, if any. I don't like any of them. I don't think that they're priced bad but i just don't know who i'd pick who you're gonna put in you're gonna do james white you're gonna do sony michelle you're gonna do you're gonna do rex burkhead uh, there there's uh, rex is 63 sony's six thousand, and james white's 5500 that makes me want to just pick james white and hope for the best how much is james white 55 55 yeah that's tough because i like burkhead because of his uh his goal line opportunity um they like to use him at the goal line and I ca- like I like Sony Michelle. Um, he was a good college player, but I don't know what role he is gonna have in this Patriots offense yet. Um, that remains to be seen. I I I could see him becoming a good like solid piece of this offense, but it depends on his play because you know Belichick doesn't play around. You drop you put the ball down on the ground once, you're sitting on the bench for three games. Yeah, I don't like any of that. I'm I'm not comfortable with any of them. If I ha- if I well if you're if you're putting a gun to my head and asking me like who I would possibly go with, I would probably go with Burkhead just based on the goal line opportunity and the fact that I think it's going to be a high scoring game and I think they're going to be spending a lot of time in the red zone. Yeah, I I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I'm not picking Burkhead. But anyway, let's move on. We could keep all right. Fighting real Man, quick. Yeah. Like look at Legarrette Blount's yeah, consistency see. chart. Do you right. see that? I'm going to swap them out. I Do just got to figure out who else Hold I'm putting here. That? Yeah, it's red, 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 <laughs> green, red. I see it. But he's he could vulture a touchdown, especially in the first game. Of, here, we'll okay, get to Okay, but that. vulturing a touchdown is not going to make it. It's coming it. up oh. in like seven games. Okay, Minnesota and San Francisco. I think that they're playing mm. in Minnesota. Um, I might have got it wrong. Yeah, they're at the Vikings. It's got a 46-point total. That's uh, not bad. It's not great. Uh, Vikings do have one of the bigger implied point totals from the spread and the points that they're giving or getting, however you want to look at it at 29.5 Niners at 16.5. So people are expecting the the Niners to go in to wherever the fuck St. Paul, Minnesota, where do they play? I don't know where the Vikings play, but to go into that Viking stadium and, uh, put up 19 points or no 16 points wow that's lower than the that's one of the lowest that's lower than the 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 browns that's tied with the jets that's lower than the giants the cowboys the seahawks wow that is um that's a low point total don't you think for the 49ers who were kind of killing it last year a little bit with jimmy garoppolo (sighs) yeah but that was how many games Uh, i know i on it here here's one of my theories i think that 
every quarterback gets like a year in the league as like a buy, and then they come in the next year and people have tape on them and they tank. And I think that's there's going to be a little bit of regression with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think saying it right you know, now. He, I don't think he's going to come out. It's just like with uh, Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller last year. Like everybody is like all blown up on them because of their numbers from last year, but those numbers were unsustainable. Yeah. Okay. There's no way. Um, do I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be uh, a good quarterback in the league? Sure. Um, but I, do, I don't expect a lot out of him. Are we taking the Vikings with six points? The giving six points? Or are you going to take San Francisco? Going I'll in? take the Vikings. Yeah, with, yeah. The, with giving the with points? This, with the, yeah, because it's only a touchdown. Yeah, I guess, I guess they could win by a touchdown. I guess that's a good safe pick. Uh, let's talk about our Diggs versus Thielen thing. Here, let's look at it. So we got wide receiver... Well, Grant, uh, Thielen is definitely going to be more expensive. You think so? Yeah. If he's not, I'd be very surprised. So for that reason alone, you pick Diggs, right? Dude, they're $200 apart. 76 for Adam Thielen, 74 for Stefan Diggs. Uh, wow. Do you like either of them at the, that price? It depends on how the rest of my team's shaking out. Um, like I said, I haven't had uh, – I have to sit down and build some daily fantasy teams, uh, but – uh, I'll probably be doing that on our drive to I Boston. Don't, yeah, I don't think that either of these guys. I, I'm not. I don't think I could find a lot of room for them at this price again because I like the Patriots game. I like the Saints game. Depending on how many lineups you're doing, if you're only throwing a few lineups out into the pool, um, it might be hard to justify getting them in there. But if you're throwing a bunch of lineups out into the pool to see what uh, sinks and what swims. I could see me, I could see Thielen making it into my lineup. I and did, obviously yeah. I could see you making digs into your lineup. But here, okay, so let's talk about, let's take a step backward, look macro-wise. How many how many uh, lineups do you usually do? Are you like a wide, like a shotgun guy or are you more like a sniper Like when it comes to lineups? Um, so for me, uh, because a little bit about me. We or us, we work at we both work full time jobs. Yep. We both work at the gym. Yep. So that's another job. Yep. I have uh, my daughter and my wife, and then you have everything else you have going on. Your I got, music, got your cats. other podcasts, you got cats. So we're very busy. So for me, I'll go in, I'll build maybe one, possibly two lineups that I love. And then I'll fire that out in there. And I don't play big. I play to, you know, I'll depending on how much I have, I'll play anywhere from 10 to 15% of what's in my um, bankroll and I'll start to build it up, build it up, build it up. And then maybe towards the end of the year, I'll start playing like 20 to 25% once I've built myself up. Um, I'm not a big like dump a bunch of money into it. I do it to have fun. So usually beginning of the year, uh, I'll dump, you know, maybe between 25 and $50, depending on what it is, into each FanDuel and DraftKings. And then usually by the end of the year, I'll have a few hundred dollars in there. And it's just money that I played with all season and had fun with. Dude, that, that's that's best case scenario. Are you a cash game guy or are you GPP? Um, Usually cash. Yeah, see, and again, contrarian over here, I, I will only play GPP on the Daily Fantasy stuff because I could care fucking less about grinding it out against, like, you know, head-to-head -head cash games and stuff. I would rather hit it big, like, with, the with like, the $10 or the $30 ticket, you know, and, you know, make 100000 or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so for me, like, I'll, uh, I spread it out. Like, I'll do maybe one or two tournaments, 
depending on what the buy-in is. And then uh, I'll do a lot of uh, 50-50s. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. The, the, yeah, the 50-50s, the head-to-heads, yeah. the cash games. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I love the 50-50s because you, you, know, you, you basically get back what you put in minus a dollar or two. And, you know, that's how I build up my bankroll, and I just continuously play and play and play. That's that's smart. So you got two different widgets here. You got the smart, zen-like Kyle <laughs> Williams and the maniacal Malillo over here. But I have hit a couple times. I got $300 in here. What do I put it on? <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'd be like, no. <laughs> all right. But, all right, so we don't are, – are we crazy about anyone on San Francisco? <sighs> San Francisco uh, – What's uh? I know you. What's his name? Say it, Breda. Oh. What's his uh? You upset me. I thought what's you were he going s- for? Oh. I'm just curious what he's going for. I know. I like. Well, the, what him between him and Alfred Morris? What I are know. they both going I, for? I bet you Alfred Morris is cheap as fuck. If Alfred Morris Dude. is significantly cheaper than Breda, I would go for Morris. Oh wow! It's the opposite. Matt Breda is five thousand dollars, and Alfred Morris is fifty five right now. I would take Breda. I would too. I would just take the lowest of the two. Yeah. Oh, that's and he's got a on DraftKings especially. I think Breda. And again, maybe he's priced differently over on that site. But I think that like the depth chart that I'm looking at, they have yeah. Breda listed first, and I think that's how it's gonna go. I don't know. They're gonna split time. Like they're. I don't think it's gonna be a clear cut starter. But I could see Breda getting a touch more. Like if you were gonna split it, I would say maybe 55 type of thing. Well, this I think is gonna be purely situational. And just thinking about the Vikings, they're a really good defense, very physical team. Yes. I think that they're gonna have to play more of a West Coast fast game. I don't think that they're gonna be able to line up with Alfred Morris and pound the rock in on the Minnesota no. Vikings. And to be honest with you, their wide receiver situation in uh, San Francisco is not the best. Marquise like, Goodwin. And they got uh, Pierre Garçon nah. are their top two. But see, again, same thing there. I, I would take the cheaper Pierre Garçon. I think the kind of game that they're going to do, it's going to be a lot of quick hits, a lot of slants, a lot of swings. They're just going to have to try to find the holes in the Minnesota defense. They're not going to be throwing downfield to Marquise Goodwin, you know? Nah. Well, they they could possibly try to soften them up and you know go for a hit here and there, but it could end up being an interception. No, I think it's going to be super West Coast. Think about Kyle Shanahan, like Atlanta Falcons type offense. Yeah, I totally think that. Um, yeah, I like Brita, and I actually like Garcon. I don't know how much he is, but I think I like him. Hold on, let's just find it just to do our due diligence here. Uh, Pierre Garcon is probably super cheap. No, he's not. He's sixty-two hundred dollars. I hate that price. I would never. Pierre Garcon. Yeah, he's sixty-two hundred. Really? And Mark. I think it's, ba- it's basically uh, built off of the fact that he's like the number two, like, and uh, the hype around Garoppolo. I hate it. All right. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Uh, Tennessee and Miami. They're at Miami. Uh, at the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are home dogs. So I'm taking the Dolphins. I actually think the Dolphins are going to show up well at home. Um, what do you think? And it's a pick 'em, right? I have minus one here in front of me. Let's I, see what I, I have. A one point difference in the spread here, so I'm not really concerned about that. I just am picking the Dolphins straight up. Um, Dolphins have an implied point total of 21, and Titans 23. Again, we're doing this on Wednesday, so this line could change big time. Yeah, it could change. I have it at one and a half. All right, so it's something like that. But I, like I said, I like the Dolphins at home, uh, getting a point. I don't think that Miami's as bad as people think they are. Um, Ryan Tannehill, he's coming back. I don't think he played last year much. Um, what I will say 
is, is switching real quick to fantasy is I love Kenny Stills this week. Do you know why? Let me know. Devontae Parker's out. Devontae Parker's not going to play. No? No. So when who was the that hell? Announced? That, he just, uh, just today I was scrolling through and I found it while I was binging the uh, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell news all oh, day. It, I can't wait till we get to that. Dude, I'm so sad. It's next. No, it's two games. I'm so sad about that. Um, but yeah, so I like Kenny Stills. I don't know. Like the Kenyon Drake, Frank Gore thing is weird. But what that does. Yeah, like the, the, the and or or whatever that is. I, I wonder what their uh, salary differential is. We're looking. We're moving. We're shaking. Kenyon Drake is 66 and Frank Gore is 5,300. Is Frank Gore worth the flyer in GPP? Say it. Yes. Yes, he is worth the flyer. I would totally put Frank. Like, again, oh, oh dude, Frank Gore and LeGarrette Blunt are the same amount. Who do you pick? Frank Gore and LeGarrette Blunt? Yeah. Frank Gore. Dude, that is, I just, I just fixed my lineup there. Wow. Look, Frank Gore. Wow, he's never been worse than a, a, a running back. Tail. Aren't you just like? Aren't you just concerned that Frank Gore one day is just gonna disintegrate? Like, how long has he been in the league? He, he's been in the league for he's my age, dude. He's that's thirty five. Again, not saying anything, but for a running back, his knees there just must be like bone on bone. It's he's, crazy. He's timeless, though, dude. He is. You know what though? He's thirty five. But look in. Uh, not last season, but the two seasons before that, he was running back number twelve. Dude, I think seasons. that I think he could totally be a proponent. I mean, I would think of him as a vulture in general, but in this game at home, I think that he's a great play. Wow, I just found Frank Gore. Okay, I fixed my lineup. I'm happy about that. We like Kenny Stills. Well, I like Kenny Stills. I think Frank Gore is a play here. How about the Titans? I don't really like anyone there. Well, hold on. What? What about Danny Amendola? What's his price? I don't like him. I bet you he's going to be expensive as Compared fuck. to Stills. He's going to be expensive. He's probably way... He's probably... Well, oh, no. Oh, no. Kenny Stills is 6000 and Danny Amendola's 5100 I would probably go for Danny Amendola. You've seen what kind of damage he can do in New England. But the fact is, does he get hit and die? I don't like... I don't <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't considered Danny Amendola at all because I think that he's a system player. He could be a sneaky pick. He could be. I could see him catching something. But, I I, I mean, my money would be on being able to get a number one wide receiver in Kenny Stills for $6,000. He's got more fantasy points per game. You know he's going to be the number one. He's, he's a speedster. I don't think that there's anything to worry about Tennessee on defense. I know they have a good defense. I don't think they have any type of elite defense, do they? Mm. No. So, I, I don't know. I don't. I just, for some reason, I'm gonna go against my, my frugalness. But anyone else on? You know what though? You could consider Amendola if you're like down to a few hundred dollars and you're trying to fit another piece into your lineup, like one of those big studs. And you're like, man, I'd really like to get them into this lineup, and I feel like it would shore it up. And if it would came down to that, like you could pick between Stills and Amendola and get that stud in there, I would probably go that way. Shit, I just lost all my picks. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. No, did it come back? New Orleans, New England, Minnesota, Miami. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess I could just do this again. But, all right. That's fine. What about Tennessee? I don't like anyone. Do you? You like Derrick Henry? You like Corey um, Davis? You like anyone? For me, I'm not really... I didn't really take... Like, even during for yearly fantasy, 
I didn't touch any of the players on Tennessee, except in one league I ended up with Marcus Mariota because there was a serious run on quarterbacks, and I'm a late-round quarterback guy, but I was getting to that point where I wanted to get one, and it was all of a sudden it was just run on quarterbacks, so I ended up with uh, Mariota, which I'm not entirely upset with. Do you with. think him and Delaney Walker could do some damage? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because they got 23 points implied. So do we think that maybe a couple of them could come from a Mariota? Here's the thing. Instead of picking a Titans wide receiver, I'd be much more comfortable picking Marcus Mariota. And he's got to be cheap, right? I mean, he's got to... He's got to be on the cheaper side, I would imagine. Yeah, compared to some of the quarterback oh, options. Especially with... Uh, and he, like I said, those are the type of quarterbacks that I tend to look for so I can build uh, some stuff. Like, you know, I can get some of those heavy-duty studs in there. Well, he's 7200 and Drew Brees is 84 So, I mean, he's 1000 It's like $1,200 cheaper than... That's a lot. It is a lot. Don't you think that's a lot for Marcus Mariota? No, but I feel like it's a lot of money to save. That you could spread oh. across your lineup, twelve hundred dollars goes he's a long way. He's top fifteen when it comes to um, when it comes to price, and he's he's got like the same points as Jimmy Garoppolo at fifteen fantasy. Wow, Drew Brees at fifteen. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I think I would go somewhere else. I think I'd go way way cheaper, like Blake Bortles at sixty six hundred cheaper. Before I went with, I'm not a Blake Bortles hater. I know you're not. We talked about this. He's my UCF boy, but I, I don't know. I don't trust him. All right, so we are picking – who are you, picking Tennessee or Miami? I pick Tennessee. Oh, boo. I'm picking Miami. Um, all right, Indianapolis, Cincinnati. This is actually – I think this is going to be a sneaky good game. I know that sounds crazy because they're two shitty teams from last year, but it's a new year, and I think it's going to be a good game. So it's at the Colts. Um, Bengals are the underdogs. Uh 48 points. This is like the fourth highest total. 48.5. So they think this is going to be a shootout in Indianapolis. 27 implied points for the Colts. 21 for the Bengals. So it's actually a pretty close game. Yeah, but I picked the Colts getting or giving three. So they I picked Indianapolis even though they got to win by a field goal. I think they can win by a field goal. Yeah, I got two and a half. So it's a field, yeah, field goal. Um I like Indianapolis for sure. It's a tough one because I really I want to know how Andrew Luck is going to fare that first game back. Dude, have you seen pictures of Andrew Luck with his uh shaved his neck beard off and he's like he looks he looks like Rich Froning from yeah, like Yeah, he looks way different. Dude, he's jacked. He's jacked Andrew yeah. Luck, dude. Yeah, it's it's crazy. weird. It is. Uh, yeah, he shaved off that like mongoloid neck beard that he had going on. <laughs> yeah, he looked pretty gross. Yeah, this picture is the one that's floating around, and I know this is great radio, but yeah, look at his, look at that dude. That's not the Andrew Luck I remember. Andrew Luck probably started doing CrossFit. Go yeah. uh, Google look. his Google his new facial hair. It's amazing. New facial because he had like a mustache, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my God! Look at this one. Oh, I don't remember the. Wow, um, that is rough, dude. If you could only see this, uh, type in mustache, because I'm pretty sure he shaved everything off and just had a mustache. It was like, I looked, I was like, that doesn't even look like him. Oh there my go. God. There you know, it is. That you know who he the, looks like. With the red jersey. You know That's who the one like. I saw. This one? Yeah. You know who he looks like, right? You know who he looks like, right? Who? Sarubi. <laughs> he looks like when Sarubi tries to grow a mustache. 
He just looks like he either looks like a seventies porn star or like a really old school quarterback with that Dude. mustache. You know what? I it's think amazing. That, I think that that mustache makes me want to pick Andrew Luck <laughs> putting twenty seven points up. Dude, but think about it. He could be. If he comes back and he's Andrew Luck, that could be a big deal. I wanted to pick him up in the one league I ended up with Mariota, but he ended up going, I think, a pick or two right before um, I was able to pick. And, you know, he started – he was dropping, he was dropping, he was dropping. I was like, you know what? I got to grab him. He's well past his ADP. And, and he's $100 more than Marcus Mariota. So who it. you pick? Marcus Mariota or Andrew Luck? Just based on the fact of what – Andrew Luck can do. I would take the shot with Luck for Dude, 100 bucks. Think about, okay, and think about the implied point total. You got Nick Foles, Philip Rivers, Jared Goff, and Kirk, Kirk Cousins all more expensive than really? Andrew Luck. Ooh, Andrew Luck might be my sneaky pick. Ooh, at quarterback, you, that's such a you good might, idea. That this might be the time for you to get on that Andrew Luck train because. He might not be available after you know no. the first few weeks of the season because his price might start to climb and climb and climb if he starts to perform. Okay, so we saw some pretty like chalk stacks. I think that a lot of people. I think everyone's gonna have Saints stacks. I think everyone's gonna have Patriots stacks. I think that the Colts might be the sneaky stack of the week, don't you think? Yeah, uh, depending on how you feel about it, you could end up stacking him with uh, T. Y. Hilton. And like, how much is T.Y. Hilton? Oh, dude, I, there's I no way he's. he's uh, I bet you he's expensive. No, I bet you he's really expensive. I, I don't think he's gonna be as expensive. Mm, as he's you think ha- he he's is. been all, he's been a, a lot of hype. He's been hyped up pretty hard. T.Y. Well, wow. T.Y. seventy two hundred. That's that's relatively. I mean, but he's underneath Tyreek Hill and Larry. But the fact Pacheco. you're stacking him, oh. like, if you were to stack, you know, uh, a Saints player with. Uh, Drew Brees, or if you were to stack Tom Brady with one of his players, the combined total of the stack is going to be more if you were to stack um, T.Y. Hilton the, with Andrew Luck. So both uh, both the Patriots and the New Orleans stacks are about uh, sixteen to $17,000 of your budget. That's a lot of money. And the T.Y. Hilton Andrew Luck stack would be more like $14,000 You're of your saving budget. a lot. You're saving. You just bought yourself like someone better than Frank Gore in your flex Yeah, you, so if you had, if you built that and then you had like those two, the stack of like Tom Brady and one of his players or uh, Drew Brees and one of his players and you built, uh, you know, some mid-level players around there and then you dropped Andrew Luck and uh, T.Y. Hilton, you just picked up like $3,000 that you could upgrade two of your pieces from like a 40, or like a, a 5,500 or 6,500 and bump them up and get to that next level of player. Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I actually love this. Uh, and I'll definitely have a a stack. But, okay, so how about this uh, running back for the Colts? You like – because if you could make this all happen, what about that Jordan Wilkins kid? Because I think he's going to be the one that so gets to what's, start. Has there anything come out about uh, Mac? I think he's out. Because if he's out, Wilkins is definitely getting the start. And I would, you know, because he's going to be – Dirt cheap. If he's more than five thousand dollars, I'd be very surprised. He probably should be around that forty five hundred. Colts injury report four hours ago. Marlon Mack did not practice. So check out Wilkins' uh, price. Oh, dude, I bet you he is. He's got to be cheap. He'll probably get more expensive if that's the case as the week goes on. Lock it up now. Lock it up. You lock it up. Wow, I kind of like the Colts. That's weird. Uh, Wilkins. Oh, dude, I I won't be able to find him. So the most expensive. Running back is uh, $9,000. Todd Gurley, and guess what? Le'Veon Bell's 8900 and Jordan Wilkins is 50 
$100. Kind of upset that you dude, won $100. Okay, no, here. <laughs> no, no. So, so, so check this out. Uh, Frank Gore, LeGarrette Blunt. I know you're not going to pick him. Jordan Wilkins. Which one? Frank Gore. Ugh. LeGarrette Blunt, Jordan. So basically, Frank. How Frank much? How much Gore. was Frank Gore again? He's 53, and, and Wilkins is 51. There's another kid back there in, if, in Indianapolis. If I'm only building one lineup, I probably am still going to go with Gore just based on the body of work um, and then see how the th- – but if I was going tournament, like swinging for the fences, like I would probably go Wilkins. I'm going to have a tournament that has a Colts stack. I'm going to make that really expensive for me, too, so I have to, like, commit to it. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I think, so we like the Colts. I uh, like a lot of Colts players. That's very interesting, considering how shitty they were. What about Cincinnati? They're still, like, implied at 23, 21 points. Some, yeah, 21 points. That's not cheap. And they got some good players. It's just a matter of which Andy Dalton are we going to get. Yeah, good That's or bad. The problem. And yeah, because like AJ Green is probably expensive as balls. He's um, always expensive, and he always lets you down because he has Andrew Luck been throwing to him recently, and Andrew Luck hasn't been able to get his or not Andrew Luck, uh, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. He hasn't been able to get his shit together. Yeah, I I honestly don't like a lot of Bengals. I mean, do you like Joe Mixon? I know I everyone... have Joe Mixon in one of my leagues. Yeah, um, I like Joe Mixon. Um. Giovanni Bernard is oh, also dude. another sneaky pick. You and you... Justin, that's a sneaky pick. Giovanni Bernard. You if you're to... building a daily fantasy, you could oh, sneak him dude. in there and try to save money. Dude, I don't like it. I don't, don't like it. Don't AJ like Green it. is super expensive. He's $8,400. You know who I like from Cincinnati is John Ross. I like him too. I picked him up in a few leagues uh, as late round flyer just to see because obviously we didn't get to see anything out of him last year. So... I'm kind of curious how he pans out. Um, Fifty one hundred. I think that that's like again. Sometimes you can get two GPP because like at this point, if you go with like a stack in this game, if you again, this is like the third highest point total or fourth, something like that. If you go with the stack of this game, your stack like Andrew Luck, Jordan Wilkins, T. Y. Hilton, John Ross, and you still have like three quarters of your budget left yeah you know i don't know man this this is not a bad game to so, target andy dalton how many oh, dude i don't what's the highest you think he finished as a quarterback 27th he finished as a quarterback five in oh, 2013 wow. <laughs> i don't but believe in andy dalton of his seven seasons in the league he's only been a quarterback one three times and last season he was number 17 i don't like him he yeah I don't like he him. He worries me. I don't like him. Nope. Not going to do it. Uh, all right. The moment you've been waiting for. Steelers and the Browns. This is 46 points, so it's like kind of on the lower side. Uh, Steelers are implied at 26 points. Browns at 19. I have Steelers giving three and a half, like a field goal to the Browns, which is not a lot. No, it's not. So you know what I did? I picked the, I picked the Browns. Did you? I put the home dogs, dude. It's five up here. Oh my god, what line do you have on the Browns? I'm looking right now. Oh man. Oh, I got. I'm bringing up my application on my. I home. really think that they're poo-pooing. It's a four. It's a four-point spread. Okay, uh, so that's still more than I had in mind. That, but all right. So Cleveland Browns are getting four at home. I know that Pittsburgh's supposed to be like this awesome, amazing team. I 
think that Ben I, Ben Roethlisberger is the same guy as Eli Manning. I, people forget so that. So Ben Roethlisberger, it's everybody lives off of uh, what they remember most recently. And Ben Roethlisberger at the end of the year last year was a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he propelled a lot of people into the playoffs and even carried some people, depending. Um, but the other thing with him is is they forget the beginning of his season was total dog shit. <laughs> And you cannot forget that. He was horrible. Like, I wish I could... Hold on. I could probably bring it up. But he was just so bad. Week by week, 2017. Let's bring up Ben Roethlisberger. Because the first half of his season, I, I just remember, he was like, God, awful. It oh, was man. so bad. Dude. Yeah, he... Uh, he I, that's what I believe. Like, I think that the Browns could do it. This is going to be like one of my picks of the week. Just to like kind of All go right. against the grain. Our boy, Big Ben, week mm. one, uh, he was the number 15 quarterback. Week two, number eight. Week three, 25. Week four, 21. Week five, 28. Oh. And then 20, 14, 13. Then he went on a bye. And then after the bye, this is what people are going to remember. He set the world on fire. 10, 2, 1, I, 10, I But what, 1, I'd, what 13, I'd want 8. is, like, the like who did he play during those weeks? Like, that's a big deal, you know what I mean? Like, how good were those teams? You know, that has a lot to do with him being good, too. So, know? he was a number 10 against Indiana, a number 2 against Tennessee, a number sucks, 1 sucks. against Green Bay, yeah. uh, number 10 against Cincinnati, sucks. Uh, number 1 against Baltimore, no. He was a 13 against New England and an 8 against Houston. So most of those teams were terrible. He was a terrible. 15 against Cleveland. Okay, on the first week of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. I think that's that's how we learn about the future is by people don't forget Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. So I don't that's why I'm comfortable with picking the Browns. I'm going to do it. I'm picking the Browns and they get 3 points anyway, so that's cool. Um do you like anyone on the Browns. I think that there's less to talk about with them. And I'm really just confused with their backfield. Like, I know there's Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson, Nick Chubb. It's a mess. It's a, I, don't I wouldn't know who touch to it with a 10-foot I don't ball. know who to pick back there. So who's scoring points? Is Josh Gordon even playing? So what you're going to do is you're going to put a blindfold on. <laughs> okay. And you're going to throw a dart at their depth chart. And you're going to play whoever it hits. All right. Okay. Because <laughs> that's basically what you'd be doing. Do you pick... Do you pick Tyrod? Do you just go with Tyler Tyrod Taylor? Like, do you, is he actually? Are did they list him as number one on depth chart? Because he does Tyrod have Taylor. Because he what was he dislocated his pinky on his non-throwing hand? What I didn't look. Yeah, it right happened in the preseason. Around. Tyrod Taylor named Brown starting QB over Bay, Baker Mayfield during Hard Knocks, putting pressure on him. Uh, Type in injury, or pinky, or whatever. Innery. Innery. The Browns don't believe left-hand is serious, but they'll proceed with caution with a little more than two weeks until the season opens. So it looks like, from all, for all like intents and purposes, he's going to be the starter. He's going to be the starter. Yeah. Um, I like Tyrod Taylor as, like, a, uh, a flyer. Um, I do, Maybe too. not against the Steelers, but throughout the year, I could see uh, playing him in decent matchups because he can run. Um, he does have, you know... If Josh Gordon gets out there, he could be a difference maker. But like Jarvis um, Landry? Do you like Jarvis Landry? I heard some people like pontificating, but I hate Jarvis Landry. I don't like him at all on this team. I didn't uh, like him in Miami. He's just... I, 
You got. I'm excited to see <laughs> how they play um, because they put a bunch of different pieces in there. Could this be the resurrection of Carlos Hyde? Uh-huh. Could be. Um, could Jarvis Landry find his home? And could the Browns, you know, put six, seven wins together this year? It's a possibility with the players they have on their team and David and Joku too, as well. Yeah, I liked him. But like you said, like I don't think that we have any idea who's going to do what yet. So oh, absolutely it's, not. It's kind of tough. Okay, so Steelers, this is a good. So do you? Are you just all in on James Conner? I I kind of hate him. I have Le'Veon Bell in one of my most expensive, and I don't know how to put it, Kyle. Like one, it's with all like my older friends from Florida, and like I have to win it. Like I feel really <laughs> bad when I don't. Do well in that league. Feel bad about yourself. I do, and so Le'Veon. I have Le'Veon Bell. Took him with the second pick of the draft. He's looks like, for all intents and purposes, at least out week one, if not the rest of the season or most of the season. And so, do you think that Connor is the guy? Do you think that he's worth like just to start automatically as an automatic start? Really? Yes. Fuck. Should have picked him up in that in that offense. Uh, they have so many pieces to respect that the running game is always going to be the running game. I have two words for you. D'Angelo Williams. Remember is he when still he, there? Remember when he stepped in for Love Bell? Oh, yeah. He and just... he lit the world on fire. Yeah. Um, James Conner could step in, and then there's a lot of good talk about him uh, saying that you know he's going to perform. And if Lev Bell decides to say, I don't think Lev Bell will sit out. I think Lev Bell will show up to camp either Friday or Saturday because at that point he won't uh, take a loss on anything from what I heard. Yeah, I guess. but He, he might st- not play. I know, but that sucks for everybody. Yeah, I have him in a league that's, too. That's the worst case scenario. If he comes back Friday or Saturday, I'm going to be so pissed off because you're, he's gonna, you're is a little he going to play or is he not going to play? You're a little know. bit worse off than Thanks. I am because that league that I have Lev Bell in, um, I have Alvin Kamara, I have Rex Burkhead, I have Marshawn Lynch, I have Carrion Johnson, and oh. I picked up uh, Ty Montgomery late. In the draft too. Go fuck yourself. I'm, so uh, I don't. I'm angry. I have Corey Clement. And the only reason I have Alvin Kamara is because he was a keeper. All right. But we like. Okay, so that's the the running back situation. James Connor, I guess, is a. And it's and James, you know or is it? It's not John John Connor, right? That's Terminator guy. I think, yeah, I think I think it's James, James. Connor. But I, for me, I think uh, it's it sucks because Lev Bell does deserve to get paid. We had this conversation in our fantasy football. Uh, one of the, the guys had mentioned uh, about Lev Bell sitting out, calling him a bitch. And I was like, dude, the guy has rushed uh, out of active players in the NFL. There's only 11 players that have rushed more times than him uh, since he's been in the league. And all of them have two-plus years more in the league than he does. The next closest to him is Alfred Morris, who has a year extra in the league in him, and he only has about 60 more touches. So that's way less than a year. That's a handful of games. Yeah. So And he was one of the most targeted running backs out of the backfield and had the most receptions. I think it was like 80 or 85 that he Pay had last year. Pay the man his money so I can win my goddamn league. It's going to be hard anyway. <laughs> He's not going to be a Steeler next year. It's as simple as that. Whatever. All right. So talk about Steelers wide receivers for like 30 seconds because I don't know what to make of it and i got to get a beer. So uh, I don't know. What, Juju Schuster-Smith? Sorry. Those are the the two guys. It's going to be Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown. Those are going to be the two uh, big guys that you're going to be looking out for. Um, 
and then the tight end situation, you know, you have Vance McDonald and Jesse James. Like, you know, you could see it going either way with them. Um, but as far as, you know, there's been some talk about uh, Hunter and uh, what's the other kids? Uh, James Washington. But yeah. you, you know Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown are the the guys in that offense. Are you paying up to get Antonio at $9,000? Um, you know, I've put him in some of my lineups in the past, um, depending on how I like certain players during the week. Um, but I generally don't see him in my lineups very no. often because of his price. No, it's too expensive. So is Schuster Smith in there at seven thousand dollars? He could be, he could make it into my lineup absolutely. James Washington at fifty one hundred sounds mighty nice. Nah, against a quote unquote bad Browns team. Nah, right. All right. Well, fuck it. I think that we exhausted the Steelers, and that just makes me angry talking about Le'Veon Bell at this point. We got one. Two, wow, we got a lot of games left. Um. L.A. Chargers, Kansas City. Uh, they are playing, I think, in L.A. No. Yes. Yes. In L.A., Chiefs are favored. By how much? No. Chargers are favored by three point, by a field goal, basically. And a little bit more. And they're they, playing in uh, Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. So, Chiefs are underdogs. I picked the Chargers at home. I think they have a great defense. They got 48 points total. I think they have a good offense, too. It's going to be 27 points implied. Um, yeah. And Phil, Chiefs are 20. Philip Rivers implied. and Keenan Allen at the end of the year last year yeah. were, like, unstoppable. And, yeah. And you got to think Patrick Mahomes playing for the first time against the San Diego Chargers defense. Yeah, they're, they're a good defense. They're one of those defenses that uh, gets drafted early. Um, in yearly fantasy, so they're definitely uh, they're going to be playing tough against them. Um, I think uh, Tyreek Hill is probably going to have a little bit of a rough outing, and Travis Kelsey as well. Um, I just think all those Chiefs, and I'm gonna I'll I'll confirm right now. I think they're all really expensive. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just based off of what they did last year. Cream Hunt is eight foul. Oh, hey, that's Cream Hunt. $8,000 for Kareem Hunt. I don't know if I'm touching that. Tyreek Hill, 73. Travis Kelsey, 71. Like, you can't do a game. You can't do anything with those guys. That's too much for the risk. Especially against L.A. Especially against, uh, with a rookie quarterback. I don't know. I mean, if anything, I would take Sammy Watkins as a GPP dart. But he's 6500 That's way too expensive. Yeah, I picked, up, a, I picked up Sammy Watkins in a couple leagues, like as a late-round flyer. But... That's about it. Oh, you mean not as your number one? No, I, I, he's my number one. Do you need a hug? Fuck <laughs> you. I didn't do too great in my redraft. But are, are we going to – we're going to uh, – we're confirming that we're both picking the Chargers here. Even Absolutely. though they're giving away some points. It's only three, and they're at home. All right, so we're picking the Chargers. We don't like any Chiefs players. I don't like any I of them. like them. I just don't like them in my lineup this week. No, that's what I mean. I don't think that they're worth it. Uh LA players, you mentioned Keenan Allen. I love Melvin Gordon. I don't think he okay, I don't think he's sneaky, but I don't think that he gets the love and he he mentioned No, this. absolutely not. He does not get the love. So he could be one of those picks that you put in there as like one of your cornerstones uh since you're going to be paying up for him and you might not see a lot of people uh paying up for him because you'll see people going after the uh what do you call it? 
Um, you'll see people going after Kareem Hunt probably because they're going to be dependent on running through him. You'll see people paying up for the Alvin Kamaras. Uh, if Lev Bell was paying, I would uh, playing. I would say him, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and stuff like that. You'll see people paying up for them, but for some reason, Melvin Gordon just gets forgotten about. I'm not going to. I would only pick Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen this week from a contrarian perspective, and it's just because I don't know if this is going to be a blowout game again. You know, and it's hard because. It's but a you lot also, of points. You also have to remember Mike Williams and That's, Tyrell. Yes. Uh, what is it? Tyrell Williams? Yeah, the Williams too. Um, and I know. Rivers likes to throw them as well. So and they don't could, forget. They could be a good stack, You know who too. else is there? Who? They resurrected him for this game. Antonio oh, Gates. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because uh, what's his name? Hunter Henry went down, right? Dude, I was so close to putting Antonio Gates in my FanDuel lineup. And I just, they're like, Dude. they're not even sure if he's in football shape. It doesn't matter. All he has to do is stand in the end zone and catch a football. That's all he's gonna do. He's a big body. That's all he's ever done, dude. That's awesome. so. You what? Would you would you just throw him out there if you're like making ten lineups? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, you know what? I do. The more and more we talk about this, I think you know we talked about the the Indianapolis Colts game being a sneaky stack. I think the Chargers could be a, a good stack that people yeah. aren't going to be on 100%. Because a lot of Philip Rivers doesn't get a lot of love, um, and he's still a very, very, very good quarterback. Um, he just He's just over there silently. Like, look at this. This is his uh, year last year. Only once did he fall out of the top 24, and of that – He's only or twice he fell out of the top twenty four. So out of all his starts last year, only one, two, three, four, five, five starts were outside of the top twelve. No, I like Philip Rivers. I know a lot about him too because he's always in the Eli Manning discussion, right? Yeah. Because they were traded for each other, swapped for each other, whatever the hell it is. But I mean, Philip Rivers is a great quarterback, and I love him. I, yeah. I, wherever I could pick him up in uh, yearly fantasy, I tried to pick him up, uh, but a couple times he got away from me. So my ch- the chalk stacks are the Patriots and the Stains, and I think the sneaky stacks up until this point are the Colts and the Chargers. Yeah, right. With the Chargers being the more expensive one, but the more contrarian at that point, because I think not a lot of people are gonna stack them because they're like, oh fuck, I gotta pay up. And 8, if you want to, and if you want to save a little bit of money, you can stack Philip Rivers with one of the Williams. Yeah, like Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, and Mike Williams, who yeah. I think is more of a TD target, and yeah. Antonio Gates. For like, I think he's like four thousand dollars. I feel like people would see that and they would laugh at you, and then they'd and then be like, "How did I lose that?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, the next game is prop. The next few games are really hard. Well, the next two are definitely no. The next three are hard for me to pick from a pick 'em perspective. Denver and Seattle. Uh, I think they're at Denver, um, and I think Denver's favored slightly. Yeah, Denver is the favorite by field goal with the Seahawks. The Seahawks visiting for some reason. I put, I put Seahawks here just as my like feel pick, but uh, Denver's implied twenty four points. Seahawks are implied eighteen points. Who do you pick? Seattle. I have them. So I have Seattle here, and now looking, I'm like, why am I picking Seattle? But I have Seattle here. It's only if they're getting a field goal. I think you got to pick Seattle. I think they're better than Denver, right? Yeah, and it's that three points. Uh, I really, it's it's a tough because it's only the three points. But I feel like Seattle is the better team. Um, and I, I for some reason it's just my gut. I say Seattle. 
Um, even with Doug Baldwin being banged up, I feel like they've got enough to get the job done in Denver. Um, although I do like, for fantasy purposes, I do like some of the, uh, the what do you call it, the Denver players, depending. Okay, I think Seattle's going to be easier, so who do you like on Seattle? Let's just get that out of the way. Who is even catching the ball in Seattle if it's not Doug Baldwin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, oh, dude, Jerron Brown. Uh, um, who's their tight end? They have Van- Isn't it Luke Wilson? No, Vanette. Who? Vanette. Oh, dude, I don't even know who you're talking about. Ed Dickerson and Nick Vanette? I mean, they're both $4,000, so I guess that's good. Um, But, like that... <laughs> yeah, so Doug Baldwin's hurt? He's not playing? He's. I think he's playing, but he said... I'll be at like 80%. Oh, dude. How about this name? Brandon Marshall. I saw that. He's on the depth chart. Uh, I can't. Uh, no, I, I think that's way too, like, that. that's reaching. What's his price? Brandon Marshall. It looks like he's kind of expensive. Um, He's 5200 I mean, it's not that's minimum. Not, yeah, but uh, you're hoping for a touchdown with him. You, that's that, all you're hoping for. Dude, that is such a Hail Mary play right there. Um. All right, so I don't – okay, here's the thing. I think Seattle's going to win. I have no idea how they're going to win. I think me and you have the same uh, outlook on the Seattle running back. It's always been Who a shit show. the fuck is it going to be? I mean, they have Rashad Penny as the number – as the highest salary. But, but Chris I, Carson, I feel like, is, is the starter. Yeah. So when that happens, I always say, give me the starter at 5,900 with Chris Carson, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, although I probably wouldn't touch either of them. I probably 5900s pretty cheap. Yeah, but like for a uh what's when they had uh Chris Michael and uh what was the other guy's name? Oh. Uh, Why am I drawing My a god. Mind? My well they had Robert Turbin, they had Christy Michael and the guy that uh that I always make fun of. What's his name? Why are we drawing a blank? I don't know. We are so bad right now. No. Uh I see his face. I don't know his name, though. Well, and they still have CJ Procise hanging out there, too. Yeah, he is still hanging out there. He was a big pick uh, along with Homeboy, who I don't – and now my, my keys are wet. So now I have to look him up. Yeah. Seahawks running back in the past. I love how you can just – I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It'll. We're just going to yell it out when, when we find it. <laughs> it's just like totally spaz Sean out. Alexander, oh man, these names though. Remember Sean Alexander? I wasn't playing fantasy when he was around, so Thomas fucking Rawls. Rawls, that's it. Rawls. Oh, Thomas fucking. You could Rawls. between like Michael Rawls, you couldn't pick him at like it was. It's the same situation that they're in currently. All right, so that wasn't as quick as I wanted it to be, but that's the Seahawks and Denver. All right, so you said you like some Denver players. I can't for the sake of me think who you might be thinking of i think you're gonna say emmanuel sanders it is I, emmanuel sanders i think everyone's high i don't know but why also, did everyone like get on the emmanuel Sanders? what why because he's a good player um and he has a little bit more stability possibly with uh case keenum throwing to him now he what did he, he have like a good priest uh, why is every because i've seen so many articles about how emmanuel sanders is the guy there instead of demarius thomas and i don't know why where this is coming well from. it's because uh of draft capital and stuff like that if you're talking about fantasy purposes you're gonna get more bang for your buck out of emmanuel sanders um i'm gonna pull up his 
because there was that uh he was really good when Peyton Manning was there. Um, he should. I really think he's a good a good receiver. It's just he hasn't had somebody throwing to him that's been consistent. Sixty three hundred dollars. I don't like that. And Demarius Thomas is even more expensive at seven thousand. That's even worse. I don't like any Broncos. They seem really expensive. Even this kid Royce Freeman. I know that he got the the nod, but. Do you really like any of those prices? Seven thousand. Those are in the higher. Like that's. I want a five in front of these. Players. I would. I would like to see how they. I like Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I don't know if I necessarily like him in this matchup, but I do look forward to seeing how he's going to play for the rest of the season to see what I can possibly and, get out of. And him. I look forward to Le'Veon Bell fucking reporting. <laughs> I would some, love that too. All right, are we good to move on? We like Seattle. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. Carolina, Dallas. Uh, I think that they're playing in Carolina, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, Panthers are favored only by three points and really low implied point total at 43 or over under at 43. Panthers, 24 points. Cowboys, 18 implied. Who do you pick? I pick the Panthers as a feeler. I think that the Dallas Cowboys are a fucking mess. Uh, really... I mean, and that that's not just because I hate them, Sam. Um, <laughs> she's a, she's a Dallas fan. fan. She's a Dallas fan. Ooh. It's like you can't escape the scourge of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think that they're more of a mess than people know. I mean, think about it. They lost Dez. I, is Jason Witten still there or did he retire? He retired. I mean, Jason Witten is gone. They never really had a defense to talk about. You could talk about Ezekiel Elliott. I think that that But kid... Ezekiel Elliott is only... He's only going to be able to take them so far. Um, Dak Prescott needs to step back up, and no, I don't uh, think he can. I don't think he's that good. Well, where did he play in college, Dak? He didn't play any. Like I don't think he played anywhere of note. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, maybe it was like A and M. Maybe no Mississippi State. Okay, so he played in the SEC. I'm a little bit wrong, but <laughs> he didn't play at like Alabama or anything. I know he. Played at a good school. You know what, though? We're shitting on Dak Prescott. You know where he finished last year? Where? Quarterback 11. So, 12-team league. He was a, a number one quarterback. I'm just talking about, especially for this matchup, I don't know. I don't like them going across to Carolina. I'm really high on Carolina, too, this year. I just think that I think really Carolina's good. offense is just going to destroy all over Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> like even, even if Dallas was to put up points, I don't think they're going to put up enough points no, to beat Carolina. I don't think, and I don't think it's going to be a shootout whatsoever. So we're both comfortable picking Carolina, even yeah. though they're given three. Like, let's be honest. Alan Hearns I know. is their number one And I receiver. picked him. I know. He's my number one receiver. I know. I like that other kid, Michael Gallup, more. We talked about him. Yeah, the he, he could be a sneaky pick Like if you picked him up as a, a late-round a late flyer in your fantasy leagues. Yeah, I like Michael Gallup. Uh, no, I don't. for this game, I mean, I'm not playing any Dallas Cowboys. Are you even comfortable like spending the money that you're going to have to to put Zeke Elliott into your lineup? Absolutely not. I mean, he's going to get 25-plus carries, though. He's going to get all the carries. Yeah, but that all depends on if... Uh, what are those carries going to amount to? Are those carries going to be, you know, four plus yards per carry, or are they going to be sub four yards, like three, three point something? Because they're able to stack the box because you don't have to respect the the passing game because of Dak Prescott's not putting it together. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're slated to put up eighteen points. Could that just be? 
two Zeke Elliott touch or that you got to think at least one of those is going to be a Zeke Elliott touchdown and maybe then a bunch of field goals not by Dan Bailey because I don't think Dan Bailey's playing they cut him I know that's crazy um who's their who's their tight end there now oh dude Swain. is it that Escobar kid or is no. he gone Jeff Swain no I like Gavin Escobar I think he went to the, the Jets last year Rico Gathers right that's who I have here yeah, he's. I guess I'm, I might be looking at an older depth chart. But I mean, what you're gonna play Rico Gathers? I would much rather go cheaper and go for Antonio Gates all day. <laughs> Zeke Elliott is eighty three hundred dollars. Uh, the only good thing that you could say is like you know, Alan Hearns, Michael Gallup, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley. You know, out of all of them, Cole Beasley at forty eight hundred sounds mighty good. He could, yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott loves him. I know. I mean. If you're gonna go with low risk and just try to get some points out of this game, I, but again, I don't, I'm really not targeting Dallas at all. I, I think it's all priced wrong. I don't, I don't like much of it. So Carolina though is a different story. I tried like hell to get Christian McCaffrey in the lineup I that love, I was telling you before. I love, I love, love him I this year. You know what? And I avoided him because I loved him so much, and I didn't want to get the. I, every draft that I did, I made sure I didn't pick Christian McCaffrey. You didn't want to have draft regret. I didn't because <laughs> I was like so into him. Like don't you can't do live it. scared. Don't do it, Dave. But I, I mean, I just I love him. I love Cam Newton. I have Cam Newton in almost every league this year. Yeah, Cam Cam Newton's a, a good quarterback. And I keep picking him like the fourth round too in my redrafts. It's really bad. I don't know if I'm. Do you stack? Is this another sneaky stack or not so much? Not for me. No. Because um, who are you stacking him with, right? Him and Christian McCaffrey? That if they could be the only one. Like, Cam Newton in the past has definitely been uh, a quarterback that uh, has made it into my lineups, especially when people were hating on him and his prices was dropping. I'll be like, I'll take him all day. Yeah, buy low on Cam Newton for sure. But I bet you he's not a buy low guy right now. Like, No. I mean, There's he's a lot of hype be. built around him. But give him a couple bad games, and then people will fall off. See, on he's him. not he's not much cheaper than Drew Brees. He's at eighty one hundred. Drew Brees is like eighty eight. I mean, Christian McCaffrey. Seven hundred dollars though. Christian McCaffrey is seventy five hundred dollars. That's really expensive for Christian McCaffrey. That's the reason why. But I think if I you're in love with him and you make him one of your cornerstones of no, your lineup, not not today. Not I today. Could, I could do it. Not I this could week. Absolutely you really think it. this week? Yes. Think they're about gonna, it. They're going to be following okay. that ball through him. With a sneaky stack, okay, he could totally fit in with the Indianapolis stack. Yes. Right? Yes. Indianapolis, you're playing like $5,000 for Jordan Wilkins. You put in Christian McCaffrey. You could probably even put in Frank Gore or one of the other kid that we were talking about that's like 53 that I put in. Oh, man. Who did I just put in? But, yeah, uh, no, Frank Gore. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? I like that. Um that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Devin <laughs> Funches is $6,400. I hate it. DJ Moore is the new kid. I mean, you really do, you don't know about the receivers in no, Carolina. No, not yet. Yeah. Um, so I would probably, you know, wait and see type thing. Unless, you know, you're in that situation where you're really trying to think outside the box, then, yeah, you could go for the DJ Moore, possibly Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey stack. All right, we got some really poopy games, so we're going to try to finish in 17 minutes. Arizona-Washington. This is by far my least anticipated game. It's, there's no spread. It's like a pick em, 44 points. Two what I think are bad teams, both implied to put up 22 points, though. I mean, you got to think there's going to be some offense here, but 
what do you do? Who do you pick? Who where, do you pick? Where are they playing? Cardinals. I, that's why I picked the Cardinals. And Cardinals have a pretty good defense, right? Yeah, I'm probably yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals. On Cardinals that one. at home. I I don't know, man. I I. So I like the Cardinals too. Who do you pick? I mean, Larry Fitzgerald. He has a low, low. Um, I love Larry Fitzgerald. He's got a I low, have him in one of my high leagues. floor. He's got a high floor, low ceiling kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and they also just traded everyone else there. So there's Larry Fitzgerald and who? David Johnson. And David Johnson. So and is that a sneaky and, stack? And also, uh, what's the tight end there? Uh, Ricky Seals Jones. Oh, Seals Jones guy. I know everyone's cool on him but i don't know uh my thing is going to be that david johnson is eighty six hundred dollars it's ridiculous larry fitzgerald seventy three hundred right there you got 15 no you got more than that sixteen thousand dollars that's like half of your budget man yeah on those two players playing in the and you don't you don't really know if this game is going to go there 20 points isn't that much i mean it's a couple touchdowns and a couple field goals i don't know i don't like either of them i definitely don't like uh, slam Bradford <laughs> and uh, Ricky Seals Jones is fifty one hundred dollars, but like I said, I think that there's there's a guy coming up in one of these. Oh no, I like Kyle Rudolph. We passed him already. Oh, I love Kyle Rudolph. I like Kyle Rudolph all year, all the time. So he's kind of my pick this week. But yeah, I I don't know. That, those are the Cardinals and the Washington Redskins. Do you like anyone on Washington? I, I want to see how like I've I've been a big Alex Smith fan for a long time. Yeah. Um. I think he kind of got a little bit of a raw deal when he was with the Niners when he got hurt and he got replaced and they kind of played the hot hand with Kaepernick. But uh, you know, I think he found his place when he was in Kansas City with uh, Andy Reid. I'm kind of curious to see how things pan out for him in Washington, uh, stepping into Kirk Cousins' shoes. Dude, what do you think? I'm gonna float this and don't kill me. What do you think about Jamison Crowder this week? That's the next player I was going to bring up. Yeah. Uh, Jameson Crowder, if I was going to pick, you know, people are going to say Josh Doxson and stuff like that, but I would probably go with Jameson Crowder. Dude, well, look at this. Jameson Crowder, 6,200. That's really not expensive. We've seen most of the number one wide receivers on most teams are 7,000 plus, and Josh Doxson is 57. So there's only like a $600 swing there. Let me ask you this. Uh-oh. How much is Vernon Davis? He's... Minimum forty five hundred dollars. Cause Alex Smith loves tight ends. I know, but you got Jordan Reed. He played Jordan Reed. He steps onto the uh, to the field and his toe <laughs> falls off. I'm calling it right now. And plus, Alex Smith has played with Vernon Davis. Uh, I mean, I I guess I like that. I think that's a shot. I Reed was on my do not draft list. <laughs> yeah, just have a. Do not draft. Yeah, he was uh, him and Cameron Meredith and a handful of other players, uh, Quincy and Nunwa, were on my do not draft list. Maybe Chris Thompson and like DraftKings PPR. Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, so we like Chris Thompson PPR, Jamison Crowder. I think those are the I two could, best. Yeah, I, I think the see. Vernon Davis thing is you getting tired. It's ten forty seven. No, it's not me getting tired. I could, you know, I could see that happening. A sneaky touchdown to his old teammate, his little security blanket. Whatever you say. We're moving Green Bay, Chicago. You're like, you hit your head. We're moving yeah. on. Green Bay, Chicago. It's, uh, I think it's at Green Bay. And I think it's a higher total. It's not, it's like right outside the top tier. 47 points. Uh, Packers are given the Bears a touchdown at home is what I have here from earlier today. 
Packers are implied 31 points. It's the tied for the second most on the slate. Bears are projected or implied 16 from what we have here from Vegas. So So they're they're going to get smoked. Yeah, do you <laughs> think that? You think that's the case? I really don't have a whole lot of like um the Bears defense really isn't horrible. Um they're not the best in the league, but they're not they're definitely not the Dude, worst. Dude, they just got Khalil Mack. Yeah. I think he's going to make Aaron Rodgers' life very difficult. <laughs> yeah. But do you even feel... with the addition of Khalil Mack, I I don't think it makes them an elite defense. It makes them a better defense. I think that Green Bay – I think it's unfair to put Jimmy Graham on that team. I think that that's going to be the difference maker. I really think that Jimmy Graham's going to have one of the best years ever for a tight end. I mean, He I'll... could. Uh, he's one of those tight ends with Aaron Rodgers could touch that Gronkowski uh, tier. A hundred percent. I think he's just gonna, dude. You watch. I think we were were we watching the preseason game where Jimmy Graham was standing next to Aaron Rodgers and it looked like he was with his child. No, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, he's huge, and like Aaron Rodgers is so good. So I, I don't know. I really feel comfortable picking Green Bay, even with them giving almost the most the second most points on the slate next to New Orleans. You know. Yeah, I I take Green Bay. I'm gonna take Green Bay. With, even given the points. Uh, let's talk fantasy. Go to Chicago. Low-hanging fruit. Who the fuck do you do here? I, I don't know. I know Jordan Howard is good, but I'm guessing that Alan, he's very expensive. Yeah, they have Allen Robinson. Uh, Trey Burton, I feel, is a good... Yeah, you're uh, all about Trey Burton. I like Trey Burton. He's $5,700. That's kind of expensive for a tight end. I mean, he's right there with Kyle Rudolph. I think he's, I think he's cheaper than the first tier, so it makes sense, but... yeah. And Jordan Howard is seventy four hundred. That's kind of out of like the top. I would tier. probably, depending between Kyle Rudolph and Trey Burton, I would probably lean towards Trey Burton because I feel like a lot of people would be in your boat leaning towards Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, you know, so contrarian wise, you'd go Trey Burton. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think that people don't really know too much about him. How about this Anthony Miller kid? Have you have you ta- heard about him enough? Because like I just no. started to get into him. I think he's a rookie, and yeah, at least yeah he is and. You know, you have Allen Robinson obviously coming in, and that's it. Taylor Gabriel yeah, is Taylor, there. Taylor Gabriel's still there. Uh, Tariq Cohen still there. But, I mean, this Anthony Miller kid, maybe he makes an impact. I, I, but I don't know. He's $5,400, so you're not taking much of a risk. Wow, Niles Davis is on this team. You remember Niles Davis? Yeah. Niles and we Davis. still have to see what's up with uh, Mitchell Trubisky. So are you picking any – are you using any Chicago Bears? Uh, at this current juncture, pr- if anything, Trey Burton. Oh, that's right. Okay, Trey Burton. That's fine. I think I'm much more into using Green Bay Packers. And one of the guys that I picked as like one of my $5,000 or like really low-level grout players is Geronimo Allison. I, have I, I like him. that. Um, you know, at the end of the year, they started to build a rapport. Um and he was playing. He was playing pretty good. Um, I think that's a good daily fantasy pick. Yeah, I, especially GPP. I mean, he could just come up with a huge touchdown. Um, anyone else here? I know you mentioned Ty Montgomery earlier. Jamal yeah. Williams. Uh, Ty Montgomery could be a sneaky pick. Um, he could get work because their running back situation is a little muddy there as well. Um, so I could see him getting some work because he does have the that really good receiving set because you know he came from a receiver background. Okay, riddle me this: Jimmy Graham is six thousand. 
Kyle Rudolph's 5,900 and Trey Burton's 57. Who do you pick? Jimmy Graham. Right? Unless I'm trying to save like a couple hundred bucks, I'm taking Jimmy Graham. Yeah, that's a good I point. really like him. I do too. I want to tr- change this lineup I've kind of been playing. But I have zero salary remaining. <laughs> wow, Kyle Rudolph gets me just there. That's interesting. That's, again, and I think a lot of people are going to run into that. These New Orleans Patriots stacks are so goddamn expensive. And a lot of people are going to be just trying to grope the walls, figuring out what to yeah. do. I'm curious how the, the whole thing with Geronimo Allison is going to pan out with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Because they weren't playing together last year. Except there was that, what was it, one game towards the end of the year where Aaron Rodgers came back. But... I could see that being a sneaky pick. Yeah, I just don't see this as a stack game. No, like I, I do. Like I just like the fact that this ha- that Green Bay has a really high implied point total, and I want to get exposure to it somehow. And I don't want to pay eighty one hundred dollars. Like I have Devontae Adams. No. In yearly fantasy. Yearly that redraft. Daily makes fantasy. Sense. Uh, I probably wouldn't be eighty one hundred because you again. He's a very Aaron Rodgers, just like Drew Brees. He could. Give it to anyone. Randall Cobb at $6,200 because wind up. That's not a bad deal. It's no. not sexy. I wouldn't want it. I'd look at it and I'd kind of puke like the Frank Gore thing. <laughs> but, I mean, Randall. But you Cobb, know what you could possibly get with you it. You could. Nine fantasy points per game. He's consistent. It's a low floor. It's like there's Larry Fitzgerald. There's Randall Cobb. There's Frank Gore. <laughs> but this is what you're doing when you're building daily fantasy lineups. It's gross, these guys. Just move over. And make make way for the new generation, you fucking bums. <laughs> All right. Two more games. And they're stinkers. I'm sorry I waited this long. Detroit and New York. It's at Detroit. I know that for a fact. And the Lions are favored on my end by six points. And they have an implied point total. 29. Jets, 16. I picked the Lions. They have the Jets scoring that much? <laughs> you really think it's going to be that bad? I'm sorry, what's that mean? <laughs> you think it's going to be that bad? I, I think they're just an, a god-awful team. Even uh, So the Sam Darnold kid, you don't think he's going to come in and shock the world? No. No? Okay. Dude, who does he have around him? He's got Robbie Anderson. Like, I kept him as a keeper just based on value, but do I really have a lot of faith in him? Not 100%, um, but he will be the, the top receiving option there. But outside of that, oh my god, and they have Terrell Pryor. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I think Quincy Nunwa is a little hurt, or maybe he's Quincy Nunwa has uh, disc problems in yeah. his back. That's you were why telling me that earlier. That's why he was on my no draft list. He's had disc problems for the past two years. And I don't know if I feel comfortable spending $6,400 on Robbie Anderson. I mean, he's the most expensive jet on the slate, and I don't know. But, okay, who are you picking here? Are you cool with picking Detroit? Absolutely. Okay, cool. And I'm cool with not picking any Jet players. For and so Detroit, fantasy. even with six, I mean, it's it's not, it's one of the higher, they're given a lot, six points, you know, almost a touchdown. Yeah, but between Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, um, they're going to be scoring points. All right, so not let's not even get into the Jets because that's kind of depressing. So what about Detroit? Yeah, there's, I'm not keeping anybody from that. Like, I would not. Take is, any players. Is this a sneaky stack, or is it hard to pick who's going to produce? Because that's what it's feel. I would want to stack players against the Jets with Detroit at home, but I don't know who's going to catch the ball between Tate and Marvin Jones. They're almost priced the same. I don't know who's going to carry the ball between Carrion Johnson. Like, are they just going to be like, all right, carry on, go, carry on? 
do your thing. See, but carry on Johnson, uh, he there's still there's so it's so muddy there. Yeah, like it, they've got so many players that are still hanging out. Um, it's and he's fifty eight hundred dollars for a rookie. Carry on. People must. I haven't seen a lot of film on him. I don't know anything. But he came out of college. Uh, he was putting up insane numbers in college, like absolutely insane numbers. Um, so that's where a lot of the hype is coming from. And he's a very talented player. Uh, I think he does have the ability to crawl his way up the death chart and be the starter there. Um, it's just a matter of when. Uh, so maybe after this week you see how things go with him. But then again, he's also playing against the Jets. I was just going to say, does he destroy like a, like a basically like a college defense? I mean, are they that bad they're defensively? Only, they're so so do you think Carryon Johnson at fifty eight hundred is a bargain? Like he could be because I feel like uh, throughout the season, if he performs like how people are hoping he'll perform, his uh, price should crawl up throughout the season pretty consistently. So reminder to self: at is this the cheapest that Carryon Johnson will ever be at fifty eight hundred dollars? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I could see that. I mean, again, most of the upper level running backs are seven thousand plus, and he's at fifty eight, so that is pretty cheap. So if you get a starting running back for 58, think about this. Carry on Johnson, Lamar Miller, and like some stud guy like Melvin Gordon or something like that. I don't know. All right, cool. I think that we're there. We did it. L.A. Rams and Oakland. It's been tough. L.A. Rams, Oakland. They are playing in Oakland? That's more of a question. Raiders, the Raiders. Come on, man. And uh, Okay, yeah, they're playing... In Oakland, and guess what the Raiders are? Home dogs. Home dogs. That's I right. Figured that. So uh, I have four points here. Uh, the Rams are implied to score twenty-eight. Raiders twenty. It has the second. It's tied for the second highest point total at forty-nine. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, I saw that when I was looking before. So I, I picked the Raiders, getting four points. Let's see what they are here. You know what? I kind of don't like that now that I'm looking at I it. I take the Rams. That's not enough points. You know, I think that the Rams could easily beat Oakland at home by three points. They, like, they've got a, good, a bunch of good pieces there. They have Robert Woods. They have Cooper Cup. Um, they have amazing defense. Yeah, and they have Todd Gurley. And the Raiders just lost Khalil Mack. Yeah. They don't have Michael Crabtree. They're, yeah, everything's on they Amari got a new. Shoulders. They got a new coach... They got Marshawn Lynch. I don't know, man. I, I definitely think that the Rams. I like Marshawn Lynch. Really? Yeah. I picked him up a couple leagues. So you picking fancy. you picking L.A. or Oakland? In this I'm one? picking L.A. All right, the Rams. Okay, Rams given three, and let's talk about fantasy. I again, so Oakland. I didn't really. I don't know if I like anyone from Oakland. I mean, again, so Amari Cooper's almost seven thousand uh, dollars. Again, if he's a number one wide receiver, that's kind of cheaper. But I don't think so. And Marshawn Lynch at sixty three hundred is seems like a lot to me. So Amari Cooper last year, how many times do you think he was a number one receiver? Never. Four times. Last year? Yes. He was. Dude, I thought he was just terrible last year. He was god awful. But he was the number one wide receiver four times last year. Even. He was a number one. He wasn't the number one. What he was twelve, one, nine, and nine, and then he was. 56, 111, 95, 89, 48, 
Then he was the one, 33-36, by 28-44, not available, so he didn't play. 128, not available, 9-9. Nine, nine. So you're saying he's very inconsistent. Yeah, I'm going to pull up his his career chart. I... I just I had more faith in Crabtree than I ever had in Cooper. Um, every year, everybody's like, "Oh, this is going to be his year. This is going to be his year." And you know, the past three years, he's kind of disappointed. His first year in the league in 2015, he was 22. Then 2016, he was 13, and then last year, he was the number 33. Ew, that's a gross chart. Could this be his year? You know, maybe that fourth year. Who knows? <laughs> but. Do I have faith? No. no. Uh, I'm right there with you. I'm not an Amari Cooper guy. And again, at 6,800, I don't think it's worth it. And this, just looking at this roster, makes Jordy like, Nelson. Jordy Brandon Nelson. Fell. Is he on the team still? Yeah, $6,000 here. I, I, again, I don't like any of this. How much is Marshawn Lynch? 63. It's not super. I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever. If I'm picking somebody on that team to put on a daily fantasy, it's probably him. Uh, whatever. I don't like it. But I do like. I LA bet Ram. you'd like it if you had Marshawn Lynch in your league that you had Le'Veon Bell. That's really low. <laughs> That's a low blow. You know I don't feel good about that, and you just went straight for the fucking gut. Thanks, dude. Thought we were cool. Todd Gurley, you play, you pay nine thousand dollars to get Todd Gurley in your lineup. I could, I could see depending on uh, if I had some play, like some of the players we were talking about, like building around like that cheap stack of. Uh, what was it? Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I could see myself sneaking Todd Gurley into that lineup. If and I'm then doing like it up with cheap. If I'm doing like 37 lineups, I probably would get to Todd Gurley sooner or later. Oh yeah. But I just don't like it. Again, especially because people are going to be like, oh, Le'Veon Bell's not playing. Who do I pick? Todd Gurley. Yeah, like, he's going to be the next. one He's going to be the to. next chalk guy. And especially on a big game like this, I think that a lot of people are going to be all over this team. I think people are going to be on. Jared Goff and Brandon Cooks, and I don't like any of it. I don't know why, man. I, what do you think about Cooper Cup? I think he's a good receiver. Uh, I think he still has got he still has some room to grow. Um, but I'm I have had I had him last year. Um, I picked him up in a couple leagues, and you know there were some weeks where he came through and he put up some decent weeks. I'm not saying he was like setting the world on fire. But you know, I think he has the potential to be a good uh, receiver. So who do you what do you do with the stack? Because this is like that other game. I forgot wh- which one it was at this point. Maybe the, I think it's the other LA team. You were I talking think. about Indianapolis. No, the Chargers as like a premium stack. Oh it's yeah, like for really Rivers and it's you know, maybe Williams mm-hmm. and uh, and Melvin Gordon and so, Gates. So here you get Todd Gurley, Jared Goff. That's already sixteen thousand dollars of your budget. And which wide receiver? You you have to pick Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, or Cooper Cup. Seven thousand sixty-five, sixty-three, or us, uh, you know. And I have the stack of of Goff and Gurley already. I'd probably go Cup, just so I yeah. had a little bit of extra to build the rest of my uh, roster out. I like that. Um, do you think about playing the Los Angeles Ram defense? Um. Yeah, I could see myself uh, uh, playing playing the, the Rams defense. Cool. I think we did it. I'm proud. Well, it's 11.03. It's not so bad. No, it's not horrible. So I, I like to – because it really pisses me off whenever I listen to podcasts and they're like, they just went through 8 million names. They didn't give any lineups. So I'm going to just read off the FanDuel lineup that I made 
not while we were doing I, I made a little bit earlier today and I just like plugged in a you know Frank Gore basically QB I got Drew Brees Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas at wide receiver so right there there's my New Orleans stat yeah right I have Alex Collins as my other running back you're really high on him but they're facing Buffalo yeah like think about it that could yeah, just be a matchup yeah dude they could be way ahead just fucking handing off the rocks to yeah, Alex Collins like 37 time. times Geronimo Allison is my second wide receiver and Chris Hogan I like, I like that Chris Hogan pick. So I got Michael Thomas and Chris Hogan exposure to both of, you know, yeah. the highest games. Got Kyle Rudolph at tight end, Frank Gore and the flex, and then Baltimore Ravens defense. I like that lineup. I feel good about it. Yeah. But I'm totally going to – I'm going to make a stack with the Patriots. I'm going to do an L.A. Chargers, L.A. And Rams. don't forget your Indianapolis And my stack. sneaky Indianapolis. I'm going to write that on the board before you leave. Teams to stack. Don't forget. Thank you for being here. This is going to be on conversation piece probably for to this week. And then. And then we're going to fantasy answers, right? Yes. We're going to do it. All right. Thanks very much. Enjoy. Have Bye. a good night. Listen to Fantasy Answers on anchor.fm slash fantasy-answers. Follow at John Anthony DFS on Twitter. And good luck.